We all want to see major growth in our lives, but if we aren't prepared to be trusted with more, then the growth we desire can quickly go from being a major blessing to being a major curse. So by the end of this episode, you'll not only know how to prepare for growth, but you will also know how to avoid potential downfall. You've got a dream to glorify God and make your mark on the world. Maybe you want to grow a business, start a ministry, or become a better servant leader. Whichever level in life you want to hit, I believe that God's calling all of us towards something greater than where we are now. So join me as I document my journey to learn how to grow an online ministry in ways that are effective, biblical, and aren't stuffed with complicated religious or business mumbo-jumbo. My name is Alec Hassan, and welcome to the Digital Ministry Mastermind Podcast. Hey, what is going on, current Christian family? Alec here. Uh, I feel like it's been a little while since we last talked, and I just wanted to let you know that I've been missing you guys. <laughs> so last week, we were talking about the idea of scaling and uh, this idea of growth. And <clears throat> pardon me. And in that episode, we had a little bit of a cliffhanger talking about the dangers, mentioning that there's dangers that come with growing and scaling. And you might be saying to yourself, like, wait, what? Dangers and... <laughs> dangers in growing what is that even is that even a thing and i am sad to inform you but yes <laughs> it is a thing you can actually be growing your ministry at a pace that is not sustainable and not only that is not scalable because how we were talking about before that you ultimately want to aim for this idea of like scaling your ministry scaling your impact uh, when you do that and you don't have a framework or structure in place that can allow for that growth everything will quickly come crumbling and collapsing in on itself. For example, bodybuilders, <clears throat> excuse me, bodybuilders, you got people who are bodybuilders and I'm not gonna act like it's not a thing, but yes, there are bodybuilders who use performance enhancers like steroids and things like that. And what these steroids do, you know, they help increase the recovery time between workouts. So people are able to do insane workouts, totally destroy their bodies, and then in a matter of days, be fully recovered, whereas a normal person, you know, that would take weeks, maybe even months to recover from some of the workouts that these people put themselves through. And there's actually an issue that happens when these bodybuilders experience too much muscle growth too fast. And the issue is that their muscles will literally rip themselves off of the bones that they're attached to. So these people are getting so strong so fast, their muscles rip off of their bodies. So what bodybuilders do is they have systems in place that helps to account for this type of growth. Now, I'm not in endorsing steroid use, but it's just another example of like people who are taking methods that are allowing for really fast growth, really fast results, and they're using strategies and they have systems in place that allows them to get the proper recovery they need to maintain that level of growth. Because for some of you, you might be saying like, yeah, my, my ministry, my business, it's, it's not making enough money. Or like, I don't have enough customers. If I maybe made more money or had more customers, then you know things would just be better. But what a lot of us don't realize is that if we did get a lot of money or a lot of customers, we wouldn't even be able to handle it. So let's say the issue is, yeah, I just need more customers. If you had a million customers come to your door and you charge them all a dollar, bam, there you go. You got your million dollars. Unfortunately, I don't think we can all uh, reach that level 
of outreach <laughs> to be able to adequately serve a million people, especially if it's at a dollar. I don't know if you could provide that much value if what you're selling is just a dollar, but if you had a million people, they each pay you a dollar, boom, you got a million dollars. But then the issue is, how do you deal with a million people? So, okay, let's scale it back. What about 10,000 customers? 10,000 people come knocking on your door, uh, 10,000 emails come flooding into your inbox, and they all pay you $100. Are you even able to serve that many people adequately? And if not, you know, it seems like what you have is not necessarily a money problem, but it's a systems problem. And I was actually made aware of this uh, by one of my buddies, who's also a coach of mine, Jose Vargas. He had pointed that out to me. I was like, dude, Jose, I want to make a little bit more money in my ministry. And then he literally just walked me through this process. He's like, all right, million dollars. Are you able to impact a million people? I'm like, uh, not right now. He's like, okay, are you able to impact half a million people? Mm, no. He's like, 10,000 people. I'm like, ah, what's the issue here? And that's the exact issue that he pointed out for me. It's not a money problem. It's not a customer problem. It's a systems problem. And God will you know, gracefully hold back certain opportunities because he knows we may not be able to handle the amount of growth. For example, like if you were to take someone who lives by the ocean and transport them directly to the top of Mount Everest, like, you know, let's say teleportation was a thing, or you had like a super fast jet, you took someone that's by the ocean and you just quickly transport them to the top of Mount Everest, guess what? They would not be able to survive up there. The problem arises with the altitude. There's just simply not enough oxygen at that height that someone would be able to breathe and live. But you might wonder like, well, how do some people do that? How do they climb Everest? They do it one step at a time. And plus people, you know, they have oxygen tanks because they account for that. But the higher you go, the less oxygen there is in the air. So if you were to take that trek to Everest, you don't do it in an instant. You do it one step at a time and you take breaks in between. That's what the Sherpas know. And that's what the indigenous people around Everest know is that you got to acclimate. You got to adjust and adapt to the environment as you're growing, you know, scaling up. And the same is true with our own growth. You know, it's not just a biological thing. It's a biblical principle. It's a business print. It's like, it's basically one of those like life truths. So David, before he fought Goliath, he talks about how he defeated bears and lions, and these all helped to prepare him to take on a giant. And David, you know, before he fought Goliath, he was able to look back and he told Saul even, he's like, I did all these things. Like I defeated lions and bears and God was there with me during those times and God is with me now and I can do this. But when it comes to scaling, we will face moments where it feels like we are being taken from, from sea level and transported immediately to the top of Everest in the matter of seconds. So it's important to be prepared. And when it comes to scaling, the important factor that can predict life or death are the systems that you have in place. So are you the person who is limiting the growth like we talked about in our last episode? Maybe it's the way your service or product is delivered that's slowing things down. But the rule of thumb when it comes to scaling is how can you work yourself out of the system? How much of the process can be automated in order to work yourself out of it? Ideally, you want to work yourself out of the system entirely. Instead of being the person who is moving things around, you want to be the person who oversees the process. 
You want to be the overseer so that you can do the important tasks that only you can do in your business or ministry. Because think about it, if you go on, um, like if you're the one that's always answering your own emails, you're the bottleneck right there for answering emails. Your time that's being spent checking and reading and answering and consulting, like that takes up so much of your time that could be spent elsewhere. Because I know for a fact, Rick Warren, uh, Craig Rochelle, Andy Stanley, Joyce Meyer, Joel, you know, any type of very successful pastor that you know of, and hey, even uh, business leaders, Bill Gates, um, the Tesla guy, Elon Musk, I forgot his name for a moment there. I know for a fact that they aren't the ones answering emails. I also know that they're not the ones creating social media posts. And I know that Bill Gates is not the guy who's putting the motherboards in the computers or is doing the coding. No, they hire people to do that. They work themselves out of the business, essentially. And even the pastors, you know, they got to work themselves out of the minutia of what it means to operate a church. Like, sure, they might be doing it in the beginning, but that's not the long-term goal. Like, if you're the pastor, if you're the person running your ministry, you're also the person who's taking the photos, writing the captions and Instagram posts, who's doing the tweets and answering the emails and coming up with content and creating messages. It's like, sorry, you're doing too much. And if you take that and then you multiply that by 10, you're done. Like, there's no way you can sustain that. Therefore, you need to create ways in which to automate the work that you don't need to do. One example I could talk about was just with writing the Planting Your Purpose book. You know, I could try and teach the material that's in that book to people individually. It would take a lot of time and a lot of energy doing it this way uh, without, with honestly, without creating a lot of impact. Whereas if I have the information in a book, anyone can order it. Anyone can read it at any time without me needing to physically like be there. And this is a way of working oneself out of a system. So can you automate emails? Can you create a frequently asked questions section? Are there people you can hire, um, businesses you can partner with that can make the process even easier? But there are, you know, there are multiple factors that need to be addressed when considering scaling. But the idea of working yourself out of your business is the most crucial and foundational that you can apply. So what is one area that you can delegate out? What is one area that you can automate and work yourself out of? And I would like to just wrap up and ask that if this episode provided you with a good amount of value, if you think that this information would benefit someone in your church or in a ministry that you know about, please share this with them and subscribe to the podcast. We got some more great material coming out very soon, very soon, very soon, new episodes every Monday. And hey, I'll be looking forward to seeing you in our next episode. Are you a Christian leader looking to develop the skills needed to maximize the fruitfulness in your daily walk with Christ? Do you want to overcome the burden of not living life to the fullest and fully step into your God-given calling? If you do, then you should get a copy of my book, Planting Your Purpose, a 20-day guide to discover God's calling. It's not just another devotional book. Planting Your Purpose is your 20-day guide that will provide you with the strategies, tools, and insights to turn things around immediately. You will learn how to avoid the top five mistakes Christians make when pursuing their calling in life. You'll develop more joy in your walk with Jesus and unlock the secrets to mastering integrity. 
And by the end of 20 days, not only will you know your calling, but you'll have an even greater sense of fulfillment and confidence in your life. Everywhere, Christians are raving about this amazing new guide to discover their God-given calling. Get your copy by clicking the link in the show notes or by going to plantingyourpurpose.com. That's plantingyourpurpose.com.